Welcome back to the Max Verstappen podcast. We did take a week off last week, but we're back and running back. Max Verstappen at the helm with a new favorite, uh, Lando Norris, and a brand new guest in Oscar Piastri. So, (laughs) yeah, the the Japanese Grand Prix. Um, Max Verstappen wins very, very comfortably. Singapore was just a blip. Uh, Red Bull win the Constructors. Uh, there's there's a lot to talk about here, but I feel like we we, we got to start there. You know, it's yep. Yeah, you, you have to start with Max winning. It's it's or it's he hasn't technically won the champ. He's basically won the championship, but this is the second year in a row where uh, I guess Red Bull, uh, in a sense, have have won it at Japan uh, in some some respects. So they won one of the two at Japan. Yes, yeah, that's it. So uh, yeah, complete domination, well, at least from one of their cars at the, at the moment. The other one we'll, we'll get to in a bit. But um, well, no, he he was a uh, complete domination of the field. The other driver was complete, dominating yes. the destruction of cars. And, yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the yeah. Field. Some other form of dominating. Yeah. <laughs> True, um, but yeah, I mean, what what can you say about Max to come back from? what was easily their worst weekend and just a week later just put in an absolute masterclass that just seems it's just what he does isn't it but uh yeah well done um to max but we did have two mclarens very close in pursuit but uh what what did you think of the race we've only just watched it so our thoughts might be a bit all over the place but um yeah curious what what you thought about it yeah it was one where Quali outside of Max, who, you know, from the get-go, the day he landed was so relaxed. You could tell he was just in his zone. Yeah. He could have easily been a little worried about Singapore, going, oh, it was a bit of a whatever, but even the media, you know, trying to say things. Is it, you know, the technical regs? Is it just that you've lost yeah. something? He was just like, no, it's chill, it's cruising. And from the get-go, he was just cruising, right? While everyone else, because it's a very difficult circuit, because everyone's so close, and because it was so hot, it was quite tricky out there. Um... Quali was was quite close. A lot of drivers, you know, nearly kind of kind of lost out all over the place. Really, yeah. most expected drivers actually made their way through to it to um, the final qualifying, but it wasn't straightforward. And then as soon as the race kicked off, you know, everyone was saying beforehand it's going to be super hot, super wear. No one knows the strategy. No one knows what tires to start on. A lot of teammates starting near each other. They're going to play ball. Are they not? As it turned out, a lot of them didn't play no, ball. You know, we really, get no. to this point in the year about 70, 75% of the way through where sometimes they're trying to, you know, prove who's going to be the strongest, going to rate higher at the end of the year when you compare teammates. So um, there was a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess just, just kind of finalizing what we need to or max from that. Although it was kind of a racy cruise to head on, it still wasn't straightforward. Like there was a lot of retirements, both from incidents and from failures. And as you say, a lot of incidents over the weekend, he could have... Still fall into the trap, but again, he just made it simple. He started, it was very close at the start, but he was, still yeah. did what he had to to hold that that position at the start and then just managed everything perfectly. So you got to give him credit for that. And yep. um, yes, it's it's exciting to celebrate for Red Bull, even if maybe they would have preferred to see uh, two drivers at the end there celebrating with the team and the flags rather than just, just one with uh, yep. some orange compatriots around him. <laughs> yes, yeah, quite. Um yeah, I mean, you, you mentioned the Max, um, the getaway. It's, I guess it's just one of those things with the Red Bull that their starts are not the best. Um, McLaren, both McLarens actually got away a lot better than, than Max it's did. It's a mix, right? The Red yeah. Bull start is average. The McLaren is known for being quite excellent yep. on that start. Yep. So, Yeah, and Lando in particular from P3, uh, he did get ahead of Piastri at the start, but he very nearly got ahead of Max. Um, yeah. 
Max was too busy defending Piastri and Lando almost slipped around the outside before Max uh, sort of cut that one off. It had, yeah. Probably having the inside line helped helped a bit there. But um, yeah, it very very nearly could have been a, a, a bit more difficult for Max. I think he probably still would have got past, but even being held up by by McLaren for, you know, yeah. even, even a few laps would have been... Uh, something he definitely didn't want or what wouldn't have wanted, and it would have made his, his sure. day a lot a yeah. uh, lot more tricky. But um, yep. as it was, uh, Lando did get past Piastri. Uh, there was a little bit going on there, but before I touch on McLaren, I want to get to the second Red Bull driver. I've already alluded to it. <laughs> is is Checo losing the plot a little bit? Uh, I don't I don't know what's happening in in his head to to, to keep doing the things like he's doing. singapore when we debriefed on it you can mm. see there was just a bit of desperation there was mm. frustration that disparity between max and checo where max was you know aware of his situation going this is crap but it's whatever while checo you could tell was really frustrated trying to do something mm. and then rather than max who kind of came to this weekend relaxed knowing it was gonna be fine checo was just far off him i mean he was like eight um, tenths off the, him in qualifying. Yeah, yeah. In, in the in the qualifying debrief when they're interviewing Christian, he seemed to say, "Oh well, anyone in that car will be eight tenths behind Max." And it's like, okay, sure. But then as soon as he gets into the race, yeah, there was there was a fair amount of carnage at the start. I'm more surprised someone didn't stop on that first lap because there was mm-hmm. a lot going around, which which Checo was a part of. And even then, that was just because so many different cars got away so differently that you naturally had like four wide going to T1, which there's always going to be someone or two people that, that lose out because of that. Yeah. Cause that's impossible. Um, so hard to blame him for anything there, um, you know, but then immediately after that, he decided, well, that's not enough excitement for my day. I'm just going to turf off half the field and then <laughs> and then get some free camera time by doing the weirdest thing that we've ever seen in TV in a number of years. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I think most people don't even know what to make of it. They're just like, just forget about him for the rest of the year. Like Red Bull yeah. obviously saying they don't want to replace him. Okay, we're just going to let him faff about and then mm. reset next year. And that's going to be, you know, let's see what you got. Otherwise, you're out of here within a few races, you know. It so, does It does feel like that. Like they, they have a very, very strong precedent to 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 drop him. Like even if they do yes. go with him to the start this of next year. This is Red Bull year. who, yeah. exactly, you know, yes. even earlier in the year his performances were poor weren't yeah. that, you know, they were pretty easy to say, oh, he needs to pick it up. And this time they're like, eh, it's just a bad weekend. It's like, mm. bad weekend? What yeah. the hell was that? Yeah. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I, I just can't, if he, if he's going to keep racing like this, he just, he can't stay there. And I think with someone yeah. like, we'll, we'll talk about him as well with Liam Lawson there as well. We also know that Yuki and, and Daniel Ricciardo now being confirmed signed for Alpha Tauri mm. next year. They've got Lawson who is absolutely killing it and if they presuming he doesn't get the the one free seat left on the the calendar for next year which mm. could be still very open given uh given what Sargent did this race as well or this weekend. <laughs> you get we'll it. get to that. <laughs> Lots to talk about like I say it just sort of everything is it's just a lot. Um but it's it's very possible that if he does, let's say he doesn't get that seat and he's a reserve driver and Perez just doesn't make an impact again a few races in, like you say, they could drop him and either put Lawson in the Alpha Tauri and move one of the other two up or try Lawson in the Red Bull. Like they've got that option. Um, it, particularly yeah. if they're getting to a point, I think, you know, we've seen a couple of years of Red Bull domination. This is something we can get at the end of the year, like the, the postseason podcast. But um, I think 
teams will start to catch Red Bull. Like we've already seen McLaren, they are they are catching. Um, and now that teams sort of more understand what they have to do to be fast with this concept, I think next year there's a very strong chance that Red Bull will need to actually have two drivers there to be, you know, definite get that uh, that constructors. Yep. And I think you can't have someone. What he is is. The word I'd use is liability at the moment. Perez is a liability, and you don't want that as the second uh, in your in your second seat. But uh, just to and go, it's o- strange because he showed he could do that. Yeah, right? like yes. he did yeah, it during yeah. the most important season to be that exactly. guy. Exactly. Yeah. Why so is it just a case where because there's no pressure, he's just having a faff? But if it's close, then he'll actually get it in gear again. You know. But even then you'd say it's got to be better than this. Like at mm. least cash in your third or your fourth at minimum and then be like fine there's no pressure it's whatever maybe he's just chilling you know yep um (laughs) yeah yeah who knows uh i mean just just to cover how his race went it was uh it was odd but he obviously got caught up in that four wide um incident at the start of the race and it was two ferraris and he sort of got squeezed he squeezed into hamilton hamilton sort of Mm -hmm, went off mm -hmm. onto the grass i don't really blame him for that but he did pick up a uh, slight bit of wing damage, uh, so I had to come in early. Um, he he then gets the five second they had a penalty safety car, which then grouped yeah, them all up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But he does he does get a penalty for for overtaking under the safety car going into because the of that pit safety lane car. <laughs> because of the, exactly uh, and yeah has to has to serve that five second penalty. But before he manages to do that, he then decides he wants to drive directly into Magnussen at the hairpin. Uh, Breaking yet another front wing and then getting another five second penalty. Uh, he he came in to to pit for his front his his second front wing. Or I guess his third uh, after he's broken two now. Yeah, the second somehow one, they very had much, another. Still, I don't so. understand how. Yeah, <laughs> other teams wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, um, and then serves his first five second penalty uh, and then goes back out and. Um, yeah, just says the car's not right, ends up retiring the car. They announced that he gets, obviously, another five-second penalty. Yeah, so he's in the garage, obviously, you know, completely retired from the race. Out and then the car. uh, car's and, half been taken apart. Yeah, and then, like, 20 laps later, you see them pan to the garage, and he's getting in the car, and you're like, hmm, this is, this is odd. I don't know why he'd want to come back out. You see this sort of stuff sometimes in... Like Formula Two, Formula Three, you'll see like drivers get back in when they're like, we figured out, you know, whatever problem they had, they they were retired. Like, oh no, we fixed the problem. We just want them to get out there and, and do laps. This one was a little bit different. The if you didn't see or didn't understand from the broadcast or listen or hear from the broadcast, basically he wanted to come back out to then pit to serve his second five-second penalty to then re-retire the car so that way he wouldn't have to serve that penalty in future races. Um, and there, I- Yeah, it wasn't a definite that he w- would have the penalty. Yes, there's but it's a, just a... There's a clause which yeah. I think it was Bernie in the, in the during the broadcast yeah. found it very quickly, which yeah. is amazing. Um, yeah. And they said that if, if the stewards think it was a bad accident, they never did anything to really serve it because mm. they didn't finish, because they didn't take a time penalty from their race time yeah they may move it forward to something like a grid position drop which we have seen a few times so obviously red bull thought there's no reason for us not to do it mm. and again we're so far ahead we don't need to save parts we need to save whatever just just 
get him out there and do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, I think I, I saw a bit of discussion in in the uh, Discord group that we're part of. Um, they ta- they tagged me in particular when this incident happened. They say should oh, yeah. should this be allowed like this is it seems very gray area like you shouldn't be allowed to unretire from the race to then um you know serve a penalty that you should get for the next race because you're 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 out of the race and then yeah suddenly you're not out of the race and you potentially uh you know dodge repercussions for the next race that you should have had uh and i think it is a legitimate question because you think about um what was I, i forget what race it was but george russell went out uh, and he stopped on track. Was it Silverstone? He stopped on track to um, see to Joe when Joe had his crash. And then they brought his car back. But because he stopped on track or something, he couldn't go back out. They wouldn't let him restart the race, even though it was like under red flag. Yes. It was something like that, wasn't it? I, I vaguely remember that. But because he stopped Most on track. Most motorsports, I know it's a mm. big thing for endurance races where... In endurance races, if you get a like a hurt car back into the pits under your own mm. speed, you're then still allowed to enter the race whenever you want. Yes. If it stops somewhere on the track, even if it's like first hour of a twenty four hour race and it comes back on a truck an hour later, you're not allowed to re enter. You have to mm. kind of get back on your own steam, then you can choose to come in if you want. I'm guessing that's just the same rule they have in F1, it even must though F1 be, yeah. isn't an endurance race. It could just be an um, FIA rule. Yeah. Yeah. So cars have always they've never cars are always allowed if they want to come back out that's never been a problem we've seen mm. that now and then it, it happens right they made the example where sometimes very early in the year they'll do it if you know they just want to use it as a quote-unquote test session to get mileage on cars etc of course being that late in the year that's obviously not the reason they went yes. out or he would have yep. kept going or they would have rushed it not just you know yep. had a camera shot of him for five minutes sitting there and we're like what the hell are we looking at there's a yep. race going on we don't need to be looking yep. at this yep. guy just looking around <laughs> having a drink it was very um, weird yes Yes, so, but then it was combined with the fact that, yes, just in case the stewards went, well, he didn't serve it, they should push mm. it on, which, I mean, they could have done here, whether they would or not, I don't know how likely it was. Again, it's just the fact that Red Bull, there wasn't a reason for them not to do it. It's not like it was yeah. a massive inconvenience, yep. right? Rather than getting their mechanics off their asses that maybe were <laughs> taking an early break, right? Mm. That was about it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you, I think it's similar to what we had in Singapore, where what they the stewards, you know, aren't going to unpress the penalty further now or even consider it because by the rules, that's how it works, right? Yep. It's yep. another element we say, but is there some discretion <laughs> to say, hold on, they're obviously... Yeah, yeah. Him serving a penalty 10 laps down the leader for five seconds defeats the purpose of applying that penalty for mm. him, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So, like, technically, I guess he loses the place to Magnuson that he punted out, so technically it worked out compared to last <sighs> week, but... It still overall looks... You step back, it's that whole thing where it looks a bit silly. Even it if, does, yeah. yes, they follow the rule and we had this conversation years ago going, just write the book and follow it. But then you go, eh, but actually that looked this... pretty dumb and people from other sports are going to be watching this going, what the uh, hell is going on here? <laughs> yes, yeah, more than they already do. Yeah, it's... Yes, exactly. <laughs> we don't need more of that. Exactly, yeah. I, I'm very much in the same boat. It's like, yeah, you're right, it's it's allowed and you can't really say that they did anything wrong. In fact, they're probably very smart for thinking of that before the race ended. It's true. You always got to <laughs> um, give them credit, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it's just one of those things that it's, I feel like you would never really think of it until it happened. And now it has happened. I wonder if they are yeah. going to look at it and put exactly. some kind of clause or some kind of, yeah, at our discretion, we can, 
you know, if you if you've retired, whatever, you know, you can uh, say the the five second penalty, like you don't you can't serve it anymore after you know a certain amount of time of retirement or something. I don't know something, yeah, like, something weird like that. But they've got to at least have a look at it because <laughs> that's uh, again just one of those things that. And again, it was Checo who decided to push the boundaries with it. Uh, two races <laughs> in a row driver. with these, exactly the same driver. <laughs> very telling, isn't it? Um, anyway, Red Bull, are, Red Bull were purposefully telling him to do all this because secretly they've got some rules they want changed in the rule book. Ah, so they're yes, telling him to go, go, "Hey, do this. Go out there and do that, so we can change the rule book for something we know might come up next year." Right, it's all a ploy. Wow. Okay. <laughs> He's actually the best number two they've ever seen. <laughs> Some big brain stuff from Red Bull. It's all manufactured. Oh my goodness! All right, well let's uh, let's leave Red Bull then. Let's move on yes. to to McLaren. Um, really solid weekend for for them. P two and P three. Piastri obviously with his very first podium. Um, he was running uh, P two, but it, it seemed pretty obvious that he just didn't quite have the pace of Norris. They did end up switching yeah. the drivers around. Um, think it was the right decision. Uh, Piastri didn't seem too upset by the end of the race. No. Um, and I think, yeah, it seemed, uh, like you said, they, they got the, the maximum amount of points by, by doing that. You know, if, if Norris was stuck behind a, a pretty obviously slower Piastri, who knows what, what could have happened behind them, how strategies yeah. would have changed to, to put them a, a bit more under pressure. But as, as it was, it ended up being a, a relatively comfortable P2, P3. But that McLaren... Very, very solid at the moment, um, yep. and it just seems that they're now a step further ahead of both Mercedes and Ferrari, and Aston will talk about them going the yes. other way. At but... a circuit like this, at least, yes. When yes. You, raise, yep. you, you mentioned Aston, it's important because they are now chasing Aston for yeah, that's fourth true. in the constructors. You could yeah. argue they're chasing for third and second, but Mercedes and Ferrari are quite far ahead, so mm. they really need to be hitting consistent second three, second third to even get a chance. Yeah. Again, we're talking about Aston a bit early, but it still does, does the point where they ha- McLaren have a legi- legitimate chance to overtake them, when in reality they mm. shouldn't if Aston had two competent drivers at the start of the year. True. Anyway. <laughs> true, yes. Um, but they were very comfortable. It did seem that Norris was just super comfortable in the race. He's... His pace um, was was pretty solid. Like even if you mm. if you think if he had have started second and just comfortably behind Max, the gap probably would have been a lot less than even even it was. I mean they yeah. did have the safety car that bunched them up. Then he did turn out to be behind Oscar, so he still didn't have you know clean air to just run yeah. a super clean you know sprint much like Max did. But he still had um decent pace out there, the both of them. Um, but especially Norris. But it's not like Norris was behind. Sorry, it's not like Piastri was behind Norris all weekend because in qualifying he did outmatch him when the laps mattered and he yeah. actually set the the second quickest lap behind Max with a decent lap that he himself critiqued. He said that you yeah. know his first sector was very good, but he wasn't happy with his second. Um, you know, so both credit that he was the second fastest driver out there, which again he's a rookie that replaced Ricardo. I don't think he could be doing a better job right now for yep. replacing the, him. Yep, yep. Um, and he was still immediately was critiquing stuff. He wasn't like, yeah, second. He mm. was like, I should have been closer to Max and he would have been happier if he was closer to him. So it's it's still good knowing if that car and those drivers are closer to Red Bull, both of them are still, you know, they're not just going, oh, yes, yeah, second fastest. We're happy with that. They're still mm. like, no, no, no. We've got to iron out all the mistakes this year because if we are close next year, we got to yeah. be game on, right? This is the first time we may be close to them in years as a, as a constructor. 
with two competent drivers, you know, analyze every little mistake you're making so we can go for it. So it's good to see that from the both of them. You feel yep. like if they can close this gap going into next year and can keep up the performance and hopefully keep the camaraderie there, you know, we see them in the race sometimes yeah. having a little bit of a, eh, just pass me. And he's going, oh, get him out, you know. Yeah. But yep. I feel like that happens, you know, these these especially these races where it's very hot, it's stressful, all the drivers and teammates, we, we're going to talk about other teams that had much closer <laughs> interactions than these two did. So, yep. but it is exciting thinking about um, um the future and, as I say, where those two uh, might be if they're actually fighting for, for wins consistently. Yeah, it's yeah real exciting stuff, like I say, for next year, I think. Um, I, I think it's probably still a, a bit far gone to, to expect them fighting for wins uh, for this year, but definitely for next year, it, it obviously seems yeah. like they're on the right they're on the right track in terms of the car philosophy. Um, that seems pretty obvious. Uh, there's only so much that teams can do in development, so you wanna you'd want to hope that um, them sort of being so uh, so fast in their uh, development in this direction, you, you would expect over the uh, the summer break that they could close up the gap. Although you got to count yeah. you got to count in the Adrian Newey factor. So who knows? Um, there's always that there's always that factor uh looming but uh yeah exciting stuff anyway it's 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 really really good to see mclaren sort of back where they really should have been for you know this entire time um but uh yeah really good for mclaren um the other two teams that were sort of there or thereabouts i alluded to it we have mercedes and ferrari um i guess we can realize actually finished they didn't even finish next to each other no they didn't um... no yeah. No, yeah, I good, think good fight between those. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, we'll talk about. Uh, I guess because Ferrari got P four, P six. We'll we'll talk about them next. Um, sure. I think realistically, pr- probably the best they could have done. I think Signs could have got that P five. Um, mm. He was very very close to to Hamilton in the end. Um, but yeah, I think the Mercedes shenanigans at the end sort of just held him back enough. Um, Again, we'll talk about that when we talk about Mercedes. Mm-hmm. But um, Leclerc sort of ran his 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 own race a little bit, like he was sort of mostly out of the way of of, of most trouble mm-hmm. uh, to get that P four, and he just kind of looked faster here. Um, at least on at least in race trim, uh, he seemed faster. I guess even in quality trim, he looked at, looked faster. But uh, yeah, just just looked way more comfortable than than Signs. Um, although Signs, like I said, he was he was very quick on that uh, that final stint. Just couldn't quite get past Hamilton. He was very very close yeah. though. So yeah, um, but yeah, those Mercedes ended up P five P seven again, splitting the the Ferraris. Um, Russell attempted the one stop. It I didn't think it was possible he he did it it wasn't very he almost good. Yeah. made it work it could have been yes. a lot worse yeah he maybe could have been a place or two higher but mm. again they, they you know they thought about they they should go for it i mean it, early on when um signs is one of the last to stop off his tires yes. from that front group everyone else had boxed and i think if i didn't miss here he even came on the radio to say this feels pretty good so i think he was even trying to say to the team hey should we try something different yeah but as soon as he said that he immediately came into the pits the team obviously went it's too risky you know we're in a bit of a close battle for Mm. constructors let's just be safe but on russell's side when he kind of suggested you know hey let's try it out i think the team went sure like we're probably Mm. gonna best case end up sixth or seventh anyway and this could get us much higher and even if it's not it looks like over the rest of the field, kind of, yeah, the top four constructors down, we've kind of got them covered anyway, so what's mm. the worst that could happen, right? Yep. Um, 
And even if they played in something like a safety car, which, look, we saw already that in those first few laps, it was very crash-heavy, very tricky. Sure, yeah. There was every chance there could be a second safety car on VSC. And maybe if you lucked into that, who knows where he could have finished, right? He yeah. could have boxed in the end, put on a softs and, you know, um, could have gotten a podium. So, yeah, yeah, very um, true. A valiant effort, I think, by him um, and by both Mercedes. I mean... I guess what we have to go into is maybe they could have worked a bit better together. Who knows where mm. they could have ended up if they had have handled things a bit easier. Um, I, again, I guess because we're doing this this straight reaction, we haven't had a chance to hear really what the drivers say afterwards, right? Like sometimes mm. one of them might put their hand up to say that was silly by me. Or they might say, no, no, the team told us to battle. We had fun. It was great. And then they go, well, if they're happy to mm. <laughs> battle them, they're having fun. But yeah. on the radio, you know, similar... T- I don't want to say it was similar veins to Singapore because as much as some people were saying, well, George let Hamilton through, again, Hamilton that whole weekend was saying fair game. He didn't expect to be let through. Yep. Whereas here it felt like logic might have prevailed, you know, even not knowing they were going on different strategies, but knowing they had different pace, knowing the fight for P2 down was so close here. As a team, especially if you're in this tight constructors battle for best of the rest, you got to maximize everything you can, you know? Um, And... I mean, you can go through the main incident if you want that that we saw. Because um... I know they were they were both they were similar similar to the Alpha Tauris. They were like early on in the race. They were really really feisty, and I think it was um, yeah, it was George coming up on on Hamilton, and then Hamilton sort of around spoon sort of just forced him off the track a little bit. I think is that what you're That's referring what it to? Was, yeah, yeah, it was okay. fairly early on, and Russell just yep. got ahead of Hamilton, who I think started ahead of him um they were pretty close in in qualifying um and then they were kind of undercutting going over each other which was mm. good to see but then you still thought well you know is the team gonna work it out and then yeah they went through spoon hamilton you could kind of tell wasn't gonna give him the runs he wanted yeah yeah uh, line through there but he ended up going off the track himself so sometimes you know very common you'll see a car Unless the other guy is so far ahead that they deserve that out outside line, then the car on the inside is kind of allowed to take the normal racing line, or the car on the inside rather can take the racing line. Mm. The car on the outside kind of has to concede before then, or just run wide because they just want to try and prove a point, even though it doesn't really work out. Yeah. Um, but here Hamilton didn't even make that line, so if he was fighting someone else, sure he's really trying to keep the pace, but a it was his opponent, and b that made his line ten times worse anyway through there. Yeah. Um, so I think George was on the radio going, who are we actually fighting here? And there was a bit of faffing about. Um, and then it was probably good that they kind of split strategies. So they weren't even really near each other anyway. Yep. Um, yep. Until we got to the end where, <laughs> yeah. you know, this is kind of what gave Science a potential chance to do better. Mm. Um, where Russell was, of course, falling back with those two stopping and he was on his one stop, struggling quite a bit out there. Um and we had Hamilton coming up on him. We thought, is he just going to let him breeze past? You know, mm. is he actually going to fight him? Because we even heard Piastri say it was very important to get past George very quickly because if you got stuck behind him for a few laps, although you've got that pace advantage because it's so hot here and everything, you actually can just get stuck behind someone. You can start roasting, similar to as we saw in, in Singapore. Mm. Um, and he didn't kind of immediately let him through. And then we saw signs closing in. And you thought one of two things. You're yeah. either thinking, well, are they doing this because they think that Sainz is going to get them both and Hamilton's not going to charge forward and get anyone and therefore this is actually the best way for the both of them to keep Sainz behind to secure the, the what was it, be the fifth and the, the sixth for the team, right? Mm. Um, but then Hamilton started to get really heated. Then George wasn't sure. The team wasn't sure. And it seemed like George let him through. 
which looked pretty much like he was doing it on purpose whether he was doing it himself made the call the team did you the know, team did they through. they they called it yeah. over the radio the team um said yeah no it was an instruction to to let him through and uh yeah. he ended up he ended up doing it he played the team game i think there was yep. there was every chance that uh with the pace that signs was showing i think there was every chance he could have overtaken both of them they did yeah it was as, risky yeah it was very risky it was um it was as Signs said on the radio, they were trying his own trick against him yes. uh, with the whole DRS thing. Uh, initially, that was like, uh, you know, Hamilton behind George trying to, to give them DRS, trying to do it that way. Uh, in the end, uh, letting they Hamilton pass. to try and do it the reverse way. Which, which makes sense with the faster car in front. You kind of want that. You want yeah. the slower car and behind to get that DRS. And science yeah. does come through, then yeah. Hamilton knows at least he can try push to then Exactly, it, right? yeah. Which is we what did happened, see, yeah. Yeah, we saw science come through pretty quick, and then there was mm. a case of saying, okay, well, if he actually closes into Hamilton super quick here, well, then this was obviously the wrong play, because yeah. if, if George had to let Hamilton through straight away, there would have been a big enough gap. But... It probably turns out what they tried, I think, was the best bet. So although so. Sainz closed a little bit and he was hungry for it, he didn't end up closing it anyway. So um, as much as they did mess about, they'll probably talk about it after and debrief it and say, hey, next time if it pops up, maybe we'll try this. But I mm. don't, you know, they didn't throw anything away here. I, you know, I think they actually, in the moment, made the good call here. I and, think and so, yeah. Out, so. Yeah, I think I think that was probably the best decision they could have made. Like I said, there was this, there's every chance that Sainz gets past both of them if they if they try and hold station exactly. uh, like they initially tried to um swapping the drivers at least gives uh, gives hamilton a p5 so it gets them a few more points there so yep. which again is very important this late in the season as as, as they as they talk about so um but yeah i guess let's look at a, a few more teams down the grid we've alluded to to alpha tauri um lawson finishing yep. just ahead of sonoda just holding him off uh, by less than a second, right at the end of the, yes. the race, they were sort of together for a lot of the race, and particularly uh, that very first lap before the safety car was thrown. Uh, Lawson seemed to be making quite a big statement. Fighting tooth and nail for That's it. Good, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it was getting very, very feisty there. I think it was all clean. I didn't see any contact or hear about any contact or any. No, like, they were angry certainly close message. to each other. Yes. They could have easily bumped each other. And I think the team would have been unhappy. Mm. So the fact they kind of sorted out like boys and got on with it, or like men rather, I guess, considering they sorted it out. Yes, um, true. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I think credit to them. And then we got partway through the race. We saw that Yuki had boxed earlier, mm-hmm. and he of course got ahead because the undercut here was pretty strong. As long as you weren't stuck in traffic. Yep. Um, and we thought a bit, some people, you know, were saying, oh, well, they've just put him forward because, mm. you know, it's, it's one of them's got to stop first. And normally the driver ahead gets preferential treatment because that's the best way to sort it out without causing a, a farce, right? Yeah. Unless for strategy reasons or otherwise, you know, you do it the other way around. Um, but then it turns out that Lawson actually had a really short middle stint and boxed really early. And that meant he actually came out. And he was like seven or so seconds ahead of Yuki, but Yuki had far fresher tires. It was like which... five five laps fresh tires, yeah. Yes, yeah. So again, I, I I didn't. Again, I'm not saying oh well they did that to you know go hey well we've reset the playing field now have fun and see who's the better of you two you know it's almost <laughs> just convenient it worked out that way I think. Yeah. They were of course battling like Zhao and um the Haas and others out there of course so it wasn't just that straightforward. Mm. Um, so. Yuki did, yeah, close up a fair amount, but then he, he just couldn't get there on the end. So I think, um, although Yuki maybe had the slightly faster race pace here, I think they actually were 
pretty close, close competitors yeah. you know unless someone told you you wouldn't know there's a substitute driver in that car right like it's yeah. you know they, they were um, as, as close as you could get agreed um a shame neither of them got a point i mean mm. there was a lot of retirements but maybe like one car that would normally get get points up there normally so you'd say you know yeah um, one, or, one or bit. two yeah yeah, probably credit the both the Alpines finish, which is a bloody miracle. If either of them had have knocked out, then they would have had their normal points. True, so, you know, yeah, with, true. Um, with you know, Max, both the McLarens, Ferraris, Mercedes, Alpines, and Alonso finishing. That's on a standard weekend. That's going to be your, your top it. ten at this yeah, point, right? That's about Everyone it. else is trying to nip it. You know, a lucky point here and there if they can yeah. um, if they can get a few retirements. So true. a shame that Lawson didn't come away with, with another point. Seems to be that. Look, Danny should be okay to come back for Qatar, but it's not confirmed. Most no. people are saying he is, and then some are going, I don't think so. It's like, yeah. well, I, you know, I'm, he's the one that's going to make the call. <laughs> that's it, yeah. He's apparently doing some, I don't know if it was already or if he's coming up to do some simulation, like, trials to see how good the hand feels. I think, yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of speculation that he won't be right for Qatar. I think there's still more rehab to do. I... As of right now, I think I would expect them. Now that he knows he's got a contract, and now the team knows he's got a contract, there's I no think pressure on exactly. It, yeah. Like, there's no reason to 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 rush it and potentially damage the hand more, and then completely take you out for the rest of the season. It's true. Um, so I would be surprised unless he was a hundred percent fit. Uh, like that hand was a hundred percent fine. I'd be surprised yeah. if if he or the team risk him for for Qatar. So we may just get Lawson for one more race, which would be really really good. Maybe he can put another another stamp of approval on on the the Red Bull window or on the Williams window or the, yeah the the fucking Aston Martin window with that yeah yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he's. He's done as as well as he can, I think, in that car and in in the races that he's had. I I think yep. if he doesn't have some kind of seat at some point next year, some full time seat, it would people would be very upset. I think yeah. it would. It, it's 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 another one of those Piastri situations. It feels like um, where it's like he just he needs to find a seat somewhere. He's just he's, yeah. he's too good to be sitting on the sidelines. So, but uh, yeah, he's well, always just got to join. Uh, Andretti, right? That's Andretti, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hold out for a couple of years and then stay there for. The or rest join of the Audi. Hey, there we go. Lawson Norris Audi Super Team, right? That's what everyone. <laughs> he had it here first. <laughs> Man, I didn't even consider that. Man, that'd be crazy. We got some stuff to talk yes. about in the the <laughs> over the the season break. Really uh, yeah. Chats have over the season break. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we'll, yes. we'll talk very briefly about Aston. Um, we had Stroll retire with. Um, we we heard over Alonso's radio it was some some kind of rear wing damage. Yeah, we saw them in the garage as well. They mm. were kind of faffing about with it. It seemed. I didn't see him in any incidents. No. I don't know if through that first lap kerfuffle, maybe he picked something up. But yep. the fact they were telling Alonso, who was in any incidents, to say if you could be careful, stay off the curbs, obviously meant that they thought yep. that something on Stroll's car just threw some, you know. Not him driving too rough, but obviously it being a rough track, and maybe they didn't, yeah. you know, tune something. You know, the Sims didn't tell them to, to tune apart as, as tight, you know, as it mm. needed to be. Um, that's why they think something failed there. Um, I mean, before then, I don't know what place Stroll was in. Was um, I don't really see good, him I don't think. anywhere relevant. <laughs> no. um, I think credit to Alonso, where I think he was best of the rest, and that's all yeah. he, he could do. Um, 
as you know, he seemed a bit miffed that his strategy is off, but I think every driver went through a period where because in a two stop you start so fresh and you're so mm. quick and the end of your stint sucks and you feel yeah. so bad. So if you've got yep. one or two guys who you might have actually undercut that are overtaking you, you sometimes think, oh God, we've done the wrong thing. But mm. then you might go in hindsight, well, actually we're only ahead of them because we changed the strategy a bit and then you're just naturally yeah. toing and throwing. So yeah. I think the fact he finished ahead of the Alpines, you know, as much as we're saying, oh, that Aston used to be second best and now they're fighting with the Alpines. I think that's more credit to also the Alpines when they can get it together, have a pretty decent car with two decent drivers. So... Yep. I think the fact that he cashed a pretty safe P8, you know, um, it's, it's about is, as is fine. It's about and, as, as good as they can do these days, isn't it? Like yep. I just I can't just can't really see him any higher. They're they're one of those like yep P, P P7 through P10. That's 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 as good as you do unless yep. you get some some real kerfuffles that's up ahead. That's almost the de facto but, best of the rest now, isn't it? It is. Behind yeah. Mercedes, Ferrari, McLaren, and Red Bull. Is yeah. Now, now the best of the rest. Now, now that you have McLaren the, in there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think it used to be the three teams. the The top six was the set ones, and then everyone down there. But True. now, now you got the McLaren there. It's like now it's kind of well, Perez. You can't. Yeah, yes. talked about Perez. But Lance I was guess, never part of that anyway. No, it's true. <laughs> so like the top set, let's say the top seven, top eight is kind of like set. Yeah. So even it just seems even getting a point or two at the moment, <laughs> it relies on one of one of those not doing well at all, yeah. or you just being absolutely completely on it that weekend or just getting lucky just being literally the best of every other team because you're just not yep. you're not going to beat those four teams i think they are at the moment miles ahead of of, of the rest of the field there is They've starting to become a clear gap yeah, yeah definitely yeah. um but uh yeah we'll, we'll move on like you said to alpine very quickly touch on them um ocon did get H- sorry go on i was just gonna on. say ocon got caught up in that that uh, T1 scuffle on the first oh, lap. Yes. He was the one who actually he went into uh god what was it? I think he went into was it Albon? Albon? Decent start. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, no, o- no, Ocon, no, he drifts into Bottas who then takes out Albon. So it was like the sort of chain effect. Um yeah. and I think even behind them they had uh, Joe potentially got damaged by going through all the all the debris as well so yes um yeah not uh, not great possibly sergeant as well i know he pitted after that first lap so i think the, the cars behind just going through all that debris just yeah there was it was, yeah. it was actually quite a quite a big um uh obviously we had a safety car from it was quite a big accident took out a lot of cars but not enough to completely take a car out of the race just lots of cars had little bits of damage so yeah yeah but um yeah, fair play to Ocon. He actually ended up getting past Gasly, even having to pit on the very first lap. Um, yep. So, you know, he, he did quite they well. salvaged and, yeah. it pretty yep. well. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, not too bad to take the... Was it P, it was P9, P10? Yeah, the last two points P9, positions. P9, P10 so, for them, yeah. which, again, is the first double... You know, it's not a clean race, but f- double finish in the points that yeah yes. they should have had at majority of races this year right since australia which they have not had after everything going i Mm. mean they haven't had this i mean they've had the the retirements of course but outside of that from a outside the track perspective they've kept the spotlight off them so whatever they've figured out obviously is doing something where they're able to operate and Mm. as we've seen they can do something here even though it's always overshadowed that but still they should be compared to mclaren similar to aston right look at the both of them to say well 
it was really those two teams in McLaren which coming to this year was going to see who could do best. And yep. Astra in the limelight. Now McLaren are and Alpine is still kind of behind both of them, which is, you yep. know, yep. they are, seem to be at the end of every year. So, <laughs> it um, does seem that way, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. at least they got there with both cars and yep. they didn't faff around too much. Yep. And they got some points and they can take it as a learning lesson going forward and maybe get some uh, more points. I'm not sure how it works out with the standings. I don't know if they're kind of by themselves or if they've got a bit of a buffer behind and in front of them um i'm sure i can find out i can find out we've got uh yeah there's they've they're pretty much running on running by themselves so they've got uh mclaren at 172 points they're obviously not going to catch them yes. they're at 84 points and then williams, the williams are at 21. 21 so they're they're getting p6 in the in the championship they're just cashing in a p6 yes um, the fight yep. for p7 could still if... really be anyone's game when you look yeah. at it's funny how we don't talk about that there's a back marker. So sometimes you look mm. and you go Alpha Tarian last, you go, That looks horrible. But then you're like They're not the slowest then any car. Any of those would like Not uh, at the moment. They're not at the slowest car at the moment. They're I would say they're no. they're faster than Alpha, they're faster than Haas. I'd say they're up there with race, the Williams. They, could yeah. beat the Alpine. they brought yeah. that big upgrade yep. in Singapore, yep. which seemed to work really well. Yeah. Um Definitely. It, I think it's just, again just that not many cars ahead of them retired and, and you know, the Alpines sorted things out. But mm. yeah. Um you'd be surprised if they if like looking at you probably say that alpha is you know not deserves to be at the end but is probably the worst performing in this case that yep not just because they seem to be crash happy which seem, they seem to be getting very unlucky crash happy there doesn't mean that many instances you go oh bottas mm. why have you crashed into him <laughs> yeah you just, they just get involved with things because they're always in that yep. bottom of that pack which is such a melee you know which is where you all the those, shit happens, some of those yeah. races where you, yeah you gotta have some of those races where you start in p9 10 11 like albon's had the reason he's able to get those points is because he can now and then start higher up and he dodges all that mess and then he can just cash something in but if you're always at the back when everyone's so you know stressed now trying to trying to get those points in and a good start yeah they just get get caught in it all um, does seem that way yeah still that that battle for seventh could still yeah, we're doing almost a bit of a mini season review because we're yeah, going team by team here. We've yeah. got that many races to go. We've got a few, but yeah, that battle for seventh still could be could be anyone's. You it could very much find anyone's, something yeah. that works well at a track like Mexico or Brazil or Vegas where you haven't been and you could yep. score double points in a Haas and there's your seventh, you know? Who yeah, knows? it's going to be very cold at Vegas as well, so very different temperatures to, to what you'll see. Yeah. Um, probably most most places that we, that we yeah. go to from and now on so, unknown, yeah. really it should be quite unique so yeah. not to look ahead but i just mean it, yeah yeah it's, um, still exciting things to come to have yep. good it's important to have good weekends here because especially if you're not bringing new upgrades you need to maximize your car here and especially japan Definitely. where you can learn a lot then yeah you've got to um yeah aerodynamically you can learn a yeah. hell of a lot that's for sure let's i mean even in free there practice of, there was a lot of flovis flovis exactly yeah <laughs> even someone was at signs's face i think he caught he caught a, yeah, caught a got, bit uh, of it yeah green splurted on by the mclaren <laughs> <laughs> all right but uh yeah i guess i mean touching on the the last two teams that um oh, i haven't even have i talked about i haven't talked about williams i sk skipped over them williams had a great weekend <laughs> yeah i mean Let's i mean let i mean whatever albon had floor damage he got caught up in in that first corner incident as well yeah. um that's you know what it happens I think I don't know how strong Williams would have been here, so you know it is what it is. Sergeant, I feel like he even maximised what he could do in I think qualifying so. as yeah. well, getting thirteenth. Like if you talk about tracks that shouldn't suit them, yes, we've seen them be good at tracks that shouldn't. But mm. a super hot day at a circle like this, you think is like the most anti-Williams thing ever. Yes, um, so very much so. The fact yeah. they're both out, you're like it's 
it's rare they would have gotten anything better. So in a way, it's better that it happens here for yeah, Balbon. I'd be surprised um, if they got points at all. So yes, but it seems to happen everywhere for Mr. Eagle American. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I he does it again. I I as if if people have been watching or listening to these, uh, they will know that I've been quite quite a stark. Uh, sergeant defender like i i've been defending him saying it's you know what's first year he has the pace the team team are backing him they seem to obviously see that he has something there i think you just need to give him a little bit of time this weekend he he crashed in qualifying and basically totaled the car they had to repair it overnight for the the race he then crashes again in the race as we mentioned before he decides to lock up and go straight into bottas who um, it takes him out of the race. Uh, I think that's the that's the incident that takes him out of the race as well. Yeah, he's it's it's not really good enough. He's crashing far too much. There are far far too many mistakes right now. Like that's yeah. that's three. It would be one thing if he was mm. just slightly off the pace and he was at least getting weekends together to talk to the team and figure things out. Right? Yeah, but on a weekend where. Yeah, it's like as soon as there's a tricky-ish weekend, he's like the first to make the mistake. You know, it's not yeah. like it's really hard and then he's finding a way through it still and you go, well, at least he finishes, right? Mm. Um, he's, yeah, as you say, um, yeah. This weekend especially, you know, going into it, it's like, right, this is the race to actually sort it out. Yep. You know, we're not expecting anything. Just get to the end, make yep. it safe, make it, maybe make a pass or two, otherwise brilliant. And then he has that quality incident. You see the mechanics just going... The, the scenes you've never seen scenes like that for ages from mechanics just going yeah. not Head in again. their hands like, really? they're just sitting there just yeah. like oh god yeah um and then yeah in the race yeah just um what was that like mm. it's not even like he just ran a bit wide he just locked everything up and then just yeah okay, and great. bottas even up. even tried to avoid him and like try and take the real yes. wide way around and yes. still he just goes straight him. into it's him it's not like yeah. he couldn't see him he saw him there yeah. uh, you know um and yeah, it, yeah. so yeah. this you, you know again if you feel like even going to this round if he just has a clean rest of the year you go okay keep him for another year half a year even see what he does but you're going to be hard if you're like James Bowser or anyone else to really sit there with a smile on your face going, he just needs time. It's like, really? Like, mm. you also know we're in a cost gap era and we know that yep. part of the reason Mick got a lot of slack was because he was costing that team a lot of money with his incidents. That was a big reason why I felt like they turfed him out a bit early. Yep. And this has got to be at that stage, if not surpassed it. Um, yep. Yeah. So um, he only has himself to blame, though. I mean, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, even had we had James Val on the on Val's on the on the pit wall, and they they talked to him oh, yeah. after his crash, and he um not in the same way that obviously Gunter Steiner would have talked about Mick, but he basically said in his own way, like, yeah, it's not really what we're looking for. It's not really good enough. Um, in his very yeah. elegant uh way of speaking. Um, and if James Val's is saying it, um. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Especially when there's so much other talent there. Not that it wasn't there already, but now that it's extra here. Yep, and now it's have, proven it, be, proven to be here over multiple races. There'd be a races, few other teams yes. calling him going, by the way, that deal, we'll double it now if you want, because yep. we know you're tempted. <laughs> yep, yep. I think it's, it's, it's very telling to me now that um, he is now the only one who hasn't been announced as a driver for next year. He's quite literally the only one of the 20 drivers that hasn't been announced for next year. And that, 
that's obviously very telling. Like, thinking about it, you know, they're obviously defending him. Uh, the team, James Vales in particular, was defending him and saying, you know what, he's got the pace, he's got this. But he still hasn't been announced and he's the only one. And I think that's them basically saying, hey, we don't know about him yet. And I think after this weekend, they probably have a pretty good idea. And I think there is a very good chance he won't be back for next year um, after this weekend. Like, I think he... He really has to show something pretty special from now. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I think he's he, he could be gone. Uh, it's yeah, like you say, um, with, with Mick and, and Haas, you, you can't be you can't be making that much damage because it's it's making uh, it's making it hard for them to develop the car where they want to. It's particularly that they've actually started to get a car that is starting to get competitive again and can put them in the points on a regular basis and he's exactly setting them it's back the same yeah. as the aston yep. thing yes it could cost yeah. them seventh getting seventh for that team would be, would be pretty bloody huge yeah um yep. if if they lose it out by a point or two you ain't, you ain't blaming albon <laughs> he's the one that as much as alonso's done is really on those days where they've yep. been strong put it in there yep and Sergeant is sitting with a fat zero with uh, DeVries and Ricardo, which, you know, if you're sitting with both of those, um, you know, you should be doing a bit better. And Ricardo's yep. probably not going to be sitting there next to him by the end of the year unless no, there's a travesty yep. in for him. <laughs> yeah, when you're sitting yeah, when you're sitting with uh, with Nick DeVries on zero at the end of the season uh, and you've done a full season and they've already turfed Nick DeVries after 10 races. Yeah, I was going to say, gee, what happened to him? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, then you know there's, there's some real issues there for sure. So, yes. anyway, uh, I guess we'll, we'll touch on. I said that the last two teams I had here were Haas and, and Alfa Romeo. Um, we've already sort of talked about Bottas getting completely punted out of the race. Yep. Uh, he obviously was not happy on the radio. Um, Joe did end up finishing the race, but it's he, he did say over the radio he he thought he picked up damage from that turn one incident going through all that. Um, yep. all that debris so whether or not he may have had more pace I think even really if he know. didn't again like he who was he going to beat like the Alpha Tarius have seemed very quick after Singapore yeah. and they seem strong here um, and then like the Alpine seems strong and he got ahead of the Haas so it's like I guess what yep. more could he have done like maybe yep. it would have looked better if both the Williams were there and he finished ahead of them if Stroll was there and he finished ahead of them yep. then maybe you know you'd say it looked a bit better but I think Mm. We don't know where that car's good at. It's the reason where we don't really know where to place <laughs> yeah. them. Because, like, did they just in May decide we're focusing on next year? Did they just get some updates wrong? I haven't really looked into them that long, so yep. I don't think the F1 world is really focusing on them when there's so much else to look at that is interesting, right? Yeah. Um, it's, like, different from the Haas, which, again, seems to, like, qualify all right, but even here they didn't qualify that great. So mm-hmm. the fact they didn't qualify that great probably means they would have struggled. Hey, yep. everyone said it's tie away, tie away. So the Haas is like, oh shit, oh shit. Um, yeah. They weren't expecting anything. <laughs> Very so, true. Yep. I guess we're talking about both of those teams, but yeah, without more retirements, without a second safety car even, um, yeah, I don't think they could have cashed in on anything more, right? The fact that yep. both the Haas finished, I think, is credit to them. Again, when other yeah. teammates and, and yeah. rivals were uh, knocking each other out of the park. Yeah. Um, but not much, not much else for picking, especially this late in the year when there there's less chance for the field to be so modelled up from you know yep. surprise upgrades or whatever. So yep. there you go. Yeah, I guess we'll, we'll have to see where they stack up at Qatar. I don't know what the the temperature is going to be. Is that another night race at Qatar? 
Yeah, it is. Yeah, we've got similar a similar time they do in Bahrain. So. And we we found out it's a sprint weekend, which we didn't realize, and, and it's such <laughs> no! such a waste. Such a All waste. All these iconic circuits we have sprints uh, at, and then and Qatar. And Qatar. I'm not looking forward to Qatar. I I get the feeling it could be the most boring race of the season, but we'll talk about that in the preview. <laughs> do you know what happened last time we raced there? Nothing. Didn't, didn't... Nothing happened. Was that the... no? It because it was the Bahrain round two, which was at that sprint circuit. Which hey, bring that circuit that back. That was good. I'd have that over yeah. Qatar. That oh, was a yeah. fun circuit. Yep. The outer loop. Preface yeah. it by saying I know that sometimes people are also understandably very harsh on. Saudi Arabia and Qatar because of the political climate everything mm. they're racing in. And I know that Bahrain isn't an exception to that, right? I know they've similar have those similar issues and connotations and such. Um the fact is we're racing there anyway, and therefore if we're racing there, well then at least have a good there's race. Some degree where at least the track is good, right? Like call up white whitewashing sports washing yeah, whatever you yeah. want, right? Like there are things to that. But at least Bahrain brings a decent event, mm. right? But yeah, Qatar is like it's a circuit, but what is it, circuit Lasai, I think it's called. Lasai, yeah. See much that you know makes you go. This is going to be great. I don't remember even really what happened there last time we were there. Did so nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing happened but... last time. That's the whole point. <laughs> it was so boring. It was the most boring race of the year. It wasn't when last year. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Because uh, twenty twenty two, I think they had the World Cup, wasn't it? That's why we couldn't go there. I do remember it because yeah. I, I remembered someone odd got on the podium. It was Alonso got on the podium for Alpine. That's uh, what I remember. Damn, bro, that's crazy. I knew there was something that happened. <laughs> Basically, nothing happened. I remember being like so bored by the end of that race. So, <laughs> anyway, well. <laughs> Let's uh let's leave it at that. I mean, this race was really really good. At least we've had a couple of real banger races in a row. So very yeah. very happy with that. I think this was one where the average fan or no, no that's the wrong word to use. Where someone who's less invested in plebeian the sport fan. No, I'm not trying to say that. You know what I mean. I'm trying Turbo to, virgin. Know, everyone... uh... Yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe your your partner that sits down and maybe check out a race with you or your yeah, friends or whatever yeah. or something because it's during the day and you have it. They're like, it's during the day. We'll watch with you, right? Maybe if they were watching it, they would have gone. Hmm. It was fine, but there yeah. wasn't that much of a fight or anything. But yeah, I, th- I think I th- for us, it, it was actually really enjoyable. Yeah, so. yeah. When, when you when you start to uh, like, it's one of those when you start to understand how strategy works in in the sport. That's when these races like this become interesting because you sort of start yeah. to understand why. You, I guess why the events that happened in this race are interesting. But like you say, from an yes. out, outside perspective, it, it could seem quite boring particularly when yeah, when like up two front, teammates yeah. get close and you go eh, whatever we're like oh, yeah that's yeah. Big news. <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so yeah. but um yeah no thoroughly enjoyed this um it's been another episode of the max Verstappen podcast i'm sure we'll have many more of those before the end of the year <laughs> it's um, actually official it's yes canon. <laughs> <laughs> it is canon um but uh yeah that's it that's all i had and we've i think we've just about covered everything there so yeah um but yeah thanks no it- um there's no Nothing the FIA really did that wrong this weekend. Yeah, we haven't asked really. that question a little bit. I don't think so. I think so. calling the VSC was probably right, and the safety car was probably right. They got yeah. it cleaned up super quick, so yep. good job. It's fine. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, all good. All good. I think the penalties were fine. They did wrong? Not really. There was a couple of penalties that they probably could have given. I think they didn't give the penalty for the Hamilton-Russell one, but being teammates no, that's a, a yeah you don't really that, yeah. that yeah. they did i did like that they came into this weekend and they said hey it's singapore we recognize we probably should mm. have treated a few instances differently the fact yeah. they even said that 
I don't remember the last time they came into a weekend and said for the previous weekend we're putting our hands up. You know, like sometimes they can say, oh, the drivers talked about this and that, so we might make some changes. They yeah. just came and they said, actually, we should look at it differently. So if yeah. anything, maybe That's there's an applause for them. I think they probably did pretty well. Yeah. So yep. keep it up. Fair play. <laughs> Fair play. But uh, yeah, that's it from us. Uh, thanks everyone for watching or listening, and we'll be back uh, in about a week's time for our Qatar preview. Woohoo! Woo. <laughs> Take Woo. care, everyone. <laughs>